Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Might end up here with the Phillies this offseason. So we'll get to some baseball stuff. And the Sixers are a disgrace. I watched some of that game last night when I got home. My goodness. They got rolled by the Hawks. So a lot to get into on this Friday night. But I want to start with a topic that I've heard a lot this week. And I, I touched on a little bit with Howard Eskin when he was in a couple nights ago. But I, I didn't really get you know to go far into We just, him and I debated a little bit. And we had some people chime in on it. But it's something that I, I think is fascinating and it will be the predominant story here in Philadelphia and I think across the NFL over the next month, and that is the Philadelphia Eagles and the possible pursuit of an undefeated season. And I say this with with a straight face. I mean, with a straight face, the Eagles are undefeated right now, and I don't believe this is going to change until the month of December, and we'll see what happens when we get there. But I believe the Eagles will walk into December post-Thanksgiving win the Thanksgiving weekend game against the Packers, and be an undefeated team as we enter December. So naturally, the conversation starts about an undefeated season. But I actually have to admit before we get into everything here that I was caught off guard by the reaction here in Philadelphia of the mere mention of this. I I thought we were going to debate whether we thought they could do it or not. Now, that's not even really what's been debated this week that that we now have to talk about on the evening show. Because I I think that is interesting, whether or not you think this is actually possible. And I do think it's possible based on the schedule they have and how good this football team is. But no, what the bigger debate has become is whether or not we want this to happen. Whether or not you are rooting for the Eagles to go undefeated. I feel like I'm living in some sort of bizarro world. The, the idea that not just one or two or three, not just Howard, he was in a couple nights ago, but a lot of people that I've heard on this radio station, from fellow hosts to callers, that don't want the Eagles to pursue an undefeated season is amazing to me. The chance at making history, at being one of the great teams, in fact, I'll say it right now, if the Eagles can go 17-0 in the regular season and win three playoff games, of course the last one being a Super Bowl, and go 20-0, they would be the greatest team in NFL history. That's it. I'm saying it right now. No one's ever had to do that much to have a perfect season. It was a 14-game season in 1972 when the Dolphins did it. And I will take 20 consecutive wins with a Super Bowl trophy over any other accomplishment of any team in NFL history. You line them up and I'll say, nope, I'll take the 20 and 0. So the chance, and we're only approaching the halfway mark, so we got a long way to go. But the chance at, at history is present. Do I want the Eagles to try to go undefeated and go all out to go undefeated? 1,000%. I can't believe I really can't believe how many are opposed to this. I mean, quite frankly, it's cowardly. How many are worried about the the after effects, injuries, wear and tear, distractions, all these words I've heard. Oh, my goodness. 215-592-9494. Let's get into it. I want the Eagles to pursue this. Full out, full go over the next two months. A chance at perfection. The Eagles, as of now, are favored in every game the rest of the way. If that continues, 
it's going to be up to them whether or not they choose to go for perfection. Now, they could get knocked off. They could lose the game at any time. That's, it's, it's pro football. But I believe they're going to enter December undefeated. And I believe the questions are going to start with an organization that we know. I mean, the one thing that we all know about the Eagles is they err on the side of caution. When it comes to preparation, when it comes to practice time. Think about, what was Nick Sirianni's practice the first week of the uh, summer? 58 minutes or something, 59 minutes? They didn't even touch an hour? They wanted to limit the reps and walk through. The, you know, the Eagles go to the nth degree to preserve their players' health and reps and, and all this kind of stuff. Like I don't think in the, in the analytics Eagles handbook, the Eagles analytics handbook, it says, you know what, throw caution to the wind and go for an undefeated season. It, it flies in the face of kind of the way the Eagles typically do things. They don't play their guys at preseason. You know, they're very th- thoughtful in terms of snap counts, all those kind of things. And and it's it's obviously played paid dividends because they're a very healthy team at this point of the season. But that can't supersede and that cannot trump the idea of going for a perfect season. 215-592-9494. And and I understand that there is another side to the coin, and I'm sure we're going to hear from, from you guys tonight that, that have some concerns with the pursuit of this, if it's worth it or not. But I, I believe every question that is out there, every fear that is out there about trying to go for an undefeated season is is very easily pushed away by by this group and what they are. Let's just start with the reasons why I think this this is important to do and why I don't believe it is a worry that the Eagles have not lost the game yet and that they might not the rest of the season. Number one, and it is it is first and foremost, losing a game does not guarantee anything. You know, we, we talk about these things, like, you know, whether or not they should go for it, what happens if they go for it, versus, you know, lose, you know. We have a very, very small sample size to go off of. Very small. Think about in NFL history how many teams have gone through the regular season, through the playoffs, undefeated. It's two. That's it. It is the 72 Dolphins. Of course, they did it 50 years ago, and they're still celebrated for it. 50 years ago, one team did it. And then, of course, we know in 2007, the Patriots, on the other end, undefeated season, and they lost the Super Bowl. So we only have two examples of what happens, of the after effects of, of, the, of the perfect regular season. What does it do to a team? Is it distracting? Is it weigh on them physically, mentally, blah, blah, blah? It's only two examples. And guess what? One went one way, one went the other way. The Dolphins won the Super Bowl. The Patriots lost the Super Bowl. And I can make a very compelling case. The Patriots lost the Super Bowl on a lucky catch more than, oh, no, they were undefeated and it caught up to them. No, they, a lucky catch. I mean, David Tyree made a catch on his helmet. Otherwise, the Patriots win the Super Bowl and are considered the greatest team in NFL history. So a, a two-team sample of, of, the, of what happens if you try to go for an undefeated season and achieve one is nonsense. It's, it's not enough of a sample to move me either way. I mean, luck... I think took the Patriots out of it more than anything else. So that's number one. Going for undefeated, really, you can't say there's a detriment to it. We don't know. There's only two examples in the history of pro football. And I think every team is different. You know, every sport, every team, every year, the group is a little bit different. Now, you know, organizations kind of have ethos and they have a mantra and you kind of know what you're getting, but every team's different. And one of the reasons I think this team can handle it is how mature they are. Does this strike you as an immature team that's going to get in their head? It's going to get in their heads how good they are? They don't strike me that way. He, listen to Jason Kelsey talking about the best player, on, you know, the, the best, most important player, I'll say, on this team. The guy who's having an MVP season on this team, Jalen Hurts. Tell me if you think this strikes you as a leader that's going to let his team not be focused. If there's one thing that he is, is consistent. And uh, 
you know, he's been the same temperament, same mentality from his rookie year. You see the confidence continuing to get better. As with anybody that gets repetition, you're going to be more confident, and the more you have success, you're going to have more confidence. But, I mean, he's been a pretty cool, confident, you know, competitive guy from the moment he's been here. Um, I don't see really any difference. No difference from the guy that was completing 52% of his passes as a rookie to the guy that's an MVP candidate right now. You know what that tells me? There's no difference at 4-0 to 8-0 to 12-0 to 16-0 to 19-0. Jalen Hurts will be the same guy. And that's what matters here when you're talking about a season that, su- that suddenly very quickly could become the most high-profile sports season in a long time. Like, you know, there will be, you know, quote-unquote distractions. I don't think it affects these guys. This is a very mature football team with players that have won a championship, a quarterback that seems to be faced by nothing. And let's also throw in Jalen Hurts' background. He played at Alabama. At Alabama, you know what the expectation is? Undefeated. Losing a game is a surprise when Jalen Hurts was in college at Alabama. Same thing for Devontae Smith. Same thing for Landon Dickerson. They are built different, this team. They're built to pursue something like this. And I I just don't know how it's going to distract them. That's not who these guys are. This is a very mature football team. The last time we saw a team go undefeated and lose, I think it was more of a lucky catch than it was anything else. And... You know, you think about this team and and what they've accomplished right now so far in this season and and what they're on the path to doing. And and I would say if the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl five years ago, I might have a different perspective on this. Because I would say, listen, the only thing that matters is winning the Super Bowl. All this undefeated talk, get it away. It's not that important. The focus needs to be on the prize. Well, the Eagles won the prize five years ago. It doesn't mean I don't want another Super Bowl. and And that is obviously the ultimate goal. But I don't feel that kind of like, well, they've never won a championship. Like, let's get let's achieve that status first. They've never won a Super Bowl. No, they did that. The Eagles won a Super Bowl. And and that was the dream so many, every sports fan in this city had was to finally win a Super Bowl. Well, that, that dream's achieved. You know what the next one could be? Win another one with an undefeated football team. And I just and this really is it for me more than anything else. I can't imagine Nick Sirianni walking into that locker room when they are 13-0 or 14-0 and looking those guys in the eye and telling them in one way, shape, or form or another that they're not going to try to do this. I can't imagine it. Those guys love the game too much. They're too good of a team. And there is an opportunity here to make history. 215-592-9494. We'll start with this because we haven't had this discussion on the evening show. I've I've touched on it with Howard. I've heard everyone talking about it on the station. I, I can't wait to get your perspective on this. Do you want the Eagles to go all out to make history and be an undefeated team. And I recognize we still got time to go. Like They're not on the precipice yet, but they are about to be halfway there, and I think they're going to get to December undefeated. And, and my perspective is quite clear and, and quite simple. Yes, I want the Eagles to go try to win, have an undefeated season, become one of the great teams in NFL history. I believe if they did this, they'd be considered the greatest team considering the stakes of having to win 20 straight games, 17 regular season, three playoff, including the Super Bowl. The greatest team of all time? That is an opportunity that can't be passed up. It would be the, the most special thing that it's ever happened in terms of a team a team achievement in NFL history. Go for it. I don't see – the downside to me is so far, you know, like on the scale, right? You're weighing the scale. I see all the good and all the special and all the reasons why it's worth it. And, and I'm not worried about the reasons it's not. 215-592-9494 to hop in. 
Tucker, what are you feeling on this as we are still a little ways away, but not that far away? I mean, by the end of Monday night, they're halfway to this. Um, and I think they're getting to December undefeated. So this is about to become the biggest story in the NFL. What are you thinking? I mean, I think anybody who doesn't want the Eagles to go undefeated is a it just it makes no sense to me. Like it's such a loser mentality to be so afraid of achieving greatness that you want them to intentionally lose at the end of the season to to sabotage yourself from reaching those heights. I just think it makes no sense. The idea that you know, well, if they go undefeated, they're clearly going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Like, according to what? According to who? You mentioned it. The only two undefeated teams that we've ever seen in the NFL, they both made it to the Super Bowl. One team won and one team lost. But for the most part, like. The, the greatness achieved in the overall regular season doesn't necessarily mean that that you, you can't achieve greatness in, in the postseason. Like those two things are not mutually exclusive. And the other thing that I keep hearing about is the schedule, right? Isn't that the, the common detract? It doesn't count because of the schedule. It doesn't count because the schedule is too easy. I'm looking at the 72 Dolphins schedule, right? The greatest team that's ever existed. You know how many winning teams they beat that year? Well, they won four and 14. Let's say uh Five. Two. They two? Beat two teams that went eight and six. That was it. They beat a one and 13 team, a couple seven and seven teams, three teams that went four, nine and one, which makes no sense to me, but that's what happened. They beat up on a lot of bad teams. And guess what? 50 years later, everyone sits here and talks about how great they are. Like, if you achieve history, the details and all the nitpicking and stuff, that goes away as time goes on. I don't think we're going to be sitting here a year from now if this were to happen. And we're still projecting quite a bit because we're not even halfway through the season. But I just I don't understand everyone sitting here and nitpicking and saying it wouldn't count because they they beat Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football or they they beat a backup team uh, quarterback with, with the Cowboys. I mean the Eagles have already beaten more winning teams than the seventy two Dolphins did. Yeah, and they haven't like you said the other night they haven't trailed in the second half of the game this year. This is an extra in the final thirty four minutes of any game. Like they get beaten up because they struggled against the Houston Texans. They were tied at the half and won by 12. This is an excellent football team with an opportunity to do something special. They absolutely should go for this and become the greatest team in NFL history. That this is that this would go down as the as the, the greatest thing any NFL team's ever done. Do I want them to do it? 1000%. 215-592-9494. Do you want the Eagles to go all out for an undefeated season? I am a yes with an exclamation point. Let's talk to Anthony who's up on WIP. Hey Anthony. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, Anthony. What are you thinking? I uh, yeah, hundred percent agree with everything that you guys have said so far. You got to go for this. You can't not go for this. Uh, our city has seen so much pain and suffering as it is, and look what just happened a couple weeks ago, where we had two teams on the same day fighting for a championship. I mean, that just doesn't happen here. Well, it doesn't, Anthony, and and it's usually, unfortunately, like it ended on Saturday with, with some heartbreak involved. I mean, you know, these championships are few and far between. Anthony, last forty years in this city, there's been two. I mean, it's it's you know since since the end of '83, we're talking about two titles in, in forty years. I mean, this this doesn't happen very often, and and to throw you know to throw on top of it, it could be one of the great teams of all time. It would be amazing. I'm just so sick of hearing about the '72 Dolphins. It's been fifty years. Let these old coots drink themselves off of their pedestal this year, watching our birds dominate and take this 20-game undefeated massive season home. I I think it would be the best thing for the city. And 
like you said, it's going to erase all of these questions and concerns and everything that everybody's had about Jonathan Gannon and Nick Sirianni and, oh, my God, this and that, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the MVP. I don't want to hear this crap about Josh Allen. Yeah, he's great, but he's not undefeated. Their team's lost. Yeah, and, and he and he's now. had a couple clunkers too. And Anthony, I appreciate it. Man, last week he played poorly, and we'll see if he plays this week. I agree. Right now, Jalen Hurts would have my MVP vote if the season ended today. And, and let me also throw this in, uh, and because I, I do think it's important, there there is no exact way to do this. There there isn't. I mean, no coach, no organization has figured out the perfect way to do it in terms of rest first rust, end of season, what you do when you have things clinched, right? There are some teams, some coaches who sit everybody down. I remember the, the Colts, they were 14 and 0. They were in the middle of the game about to go 14 and 0, and that was obviously a 16 game season with Peyton Manning at quarterback, and they started pulling guys out of the game at halftime when they're only 13 and 0. And then, you know, they had plenty of rest. Everybody was healthy. The bye week in the playoffs. They came out flat and lost the first playoff game. There is no perfect formula. Yes, could the Eagles have an injury down the stretch of December if they're trying for this instead of being more cautious with their starters because they, you know, they're whatever, 13-1 and and they've got everything wrapped up? Absolutely. There there is a risk to everything. But if they rest, it doesn't mean they're going to do anything either. There is no guarantee. Here's the guarantee. If they go out there and win every game, they will be the greatest team I've ever seen. 20-0 is an accomplishment. In this NFL, where, where it's so tough to win every week and, and teams have up and down weeks, 20-0, including a Super Bowl, would be the greatest team accomplishment in NFL history and the greatest team accomplishment I've ever seen. That's the that's a fact. That that you can't dispute. And, and there's no like black and white. That's, that is what it is. Like No one's ever done that. 215-592-9494. Do you want the Eagles to go for it all out in undefeated season? We we are not cowards here on the evening show. We want to see history. Tony is in, is up on WIP. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Can you hear me? Gotcha, Tony. What are you thinking tonight, bud? Yeah, I you know I got to respectfully disagree. Um, they should not prioritize an undefeated season given this schedule uh, against you know trying to win that Super Bowl. But why are they mutually exclusive, Tony? I mean, why can't they do both? Uh, I'm just saying they shouldn't prioritize it. Well, what do you mean by that? Like, how are they prioritizing the undefeated season over the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, if if you get to the end of the year and and he wants to sit guys um, to increase the chances of of getting through the playoffs uh, and getting to the Super Bowl, then, you know, that that's that's what that's what he should do. That that's what he should prioritize. So if they're sixteen and zero, you you'd be okay with sitting Jalen Hurts the final game of the season? Yes. Yeah, and I, I listen. I would. Yeah, and I, I understand your perspective on it, Tony. I appreciate your phone call. I wouldn't. I mean, I, I just I think that's a slap in the face to the game. It, like, I, what is the point of, of of all of this? If you have a chance of doing something special, I, I just. If I'm Nick Sirianni and I sat Jalen Hurts down after the Eagles get to 16-0 and and I say, Jalen, we're going to sit you next week. I expect Jalen Hurts, maybe for the first time in his pro career, to kind of break break that that stoic nature and, and, and say, what, what are you talking about, man? Are you kidding me that we're not going to play next week? We're not going to try to do this? It, I, it is an opportunity that comes around never. I mean, let's be real about it. Never. 
Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, had a chance to do this once. Every other great quarterback in NFL history is greasy in 72, obviously wasn't a, an all-time quarterback. But think about every other great quarterback in NFL history, Joe Montana, John Elway, Dan Marino, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. P.J. Walker. None of them had a chance to, to do this. And if Jalen Hurts has the chance to, you're going to tell him, nah, we want to make sure you don't roll your ankle this week. I mean, absolutely not. They have to do this. They have to go for it. Let's talk to Brian, who's up on WIP. Hey, Brian. Brian, how you doing? Good, Brian. What do you think? Look, so I'm not the biggest Eagles fan in the world. Um, so I can give you a pretty you know, neutral opinion on this. Um, and you already kind of mentioned it with the Colts. Um, but how many times did Peyton Manning uh, get sat you know, late in the season? What did they do that, three years in a row, and they lost first round? Yep. They finally stopped and let him play, and they win the Super Bowl. Um, I, I think you got to let them play. They can get hurt in practice. You saw Carson Wentz first drive of uh, 2018 in the playoffs. He gets hurt. There's a chance that they get hurt anytime. I don't care if they're undefeated. They have one loss. You've got to let them play to keep the rust off and just keep the uh, integrity of the game going. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that last one. Like, there is what integrity or, like, the spirit of the game. There is something to this, Brian. Like, I think it's a slap in the face to the game if they don't try, if they have an opportunity to do this. It's going to be the NBA. We're just going to rest players because they, uh, they played a couple games in a row now. Yeah, and that's not the way. And, Brian, man, I appreciate the call. That's not the way football players are wired. Now, like, I'm not a... I'm not a Neanderthal about the NFL. Like I'm, I, I'm sitting here in the in the summer saying, yeah, I'm fine with them not playing anyone in the preseason. I, I, I don't care about practice time. There, there is a time and a place for being smart about reps and about injury prevention and all of that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all for all that. But that's in preparation for the season. Once you get into the season, it's about winning. And I also say, look, if the Eagles do drop a game. I don't mind sitting everyone the last week. I, I do think there's there's a there's a, a time and a place to be smart about what you're doing in terms of injury prevention and all that stuff. But there is a, an example or there is a, a situation that that should supersede all of this, and that is the chance to go undefeated in an NFL season. And I, I think it speaks to because I know there's some some people out there who are not sure how good the Eagles actually are. I think it speaks to how good they are that this is a real conversation. You know. The Vikings, their only loss is here to the Eagles. The Vikings aren't very good. They're okay, and they're a playoff team. They're going to win their division because they're four games up right now. But if you notice, the Vikings have won, I think, six games by one score. They're they're okay. Uh, Pretty good team that's overachieved. I don't think that's the Eagles. I, I think this is a real conversation because they're that good. They are that good in a year where there's their schedule doesn't have a ton of great opponents. So they're going to keep winning games. I, I don't think this is a case where it's like, well, they've won three games by a field goal. Let's slow our roll. There's no chance they get to December undefeated. No, I think there's a great chance. I mean, this is going to be the third straight week. The Eagles are double-digit favorites. It's the first time in the Super Bowl era this has happened. When they go to Indianapolis next week to take on Jeff Saturday and the Colts, it will probably be four straight weeks of being a double-digit favorite. Again, the first time in the history of the Super Bowl era for the Eagles. Like this, That only happens when you're really good. The Eagles are really good, and they have a chance to make history. Should they make it? Should they go for it? Absolutely. Let's grab Tom. What's up, Tom? Yeah, Joe, how you doing? What's up, Tom? Uh, not much, man. And, hey, I appreciate your your enthusiasm and perspective, And uh, but you should hear yourself. <laughs> 20 and 0. Uh, you know, hey, I'm all for it, man. 
But the only thing that tells me would be history and the fact it's just too damn hard, even between now the extra game, the Eagles are going to lose a game, and they're probably going to lose two, Joe. And the reason I say is you got to play the Giants twice, and Dallas is still a dangerous team, I promise you. Then a Green Bay team comes in, which you don't know what's what, and then they got to go to Tennessee. It's not going to happen, I can promise you. Well, it might not. And Tom, I think it's, you know, if we're guessing right now, if it's like a yes or no thing, I think it's it's likely not going to happen. But they could. I mean, Tom, this is a really, really good football team. And I, I think they're going to go into December undefeated, Tom. Well, I feel really good about the football team, too, and especially the fact that Hurts has emerged. He's been in the weight room, I think, which has made a big difference. And Tom House, he's put himself forward. They got him the weapons, the defense, the secondary, like you were saying last night. But it's just, it's just too hard, man. But, you know, I, hey, I'm all in, man. You know what I'm saying? Can I say something real quick about Phillies? Go ahead. Well, Number one, if they have to retain Hoskins, if they decide not to unload him or what have you, I would would possibly consider sticking him back out in left field and putting Schwarber on first. I mean, and not that he's much better out there, but it didn't seem that he was as bad with a first-base position. I think with Castellanos, I think it's just his swing, his swing is screwed up, man, where he's just lunging and everything. Oh, every, everything, Tom, on the outside corner. Yeah, I, and Tom, I appreciate it, man. Listen, here, here's the deal. I, I can't, as much as I complain about Reese Hoskins at first base, no, I can't ever do the Reese Hoskins left field thing again. That, that I mean, that hurt me physically watching that for, for that season in 2018. Um, look, I, I, my guess would be that Hoskins is back next year. But you, you guys know my position on that. I would trade him, and I would sign Anthony Rizzo tomorrow to come play first base here for the Phillies. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. I, you know what? I love that we're having this conversation. You know why? Because it means the Eagles are really, really, really good with a chance to be a great football team. Do you want them to go all out to be undefeated? I do. I, I do 100%. I'm going to steal a line from one of our favorite guests, Trey Wingo. He said it to us a couple weeks ago on the air with us. Every year, someone wins a Super Bowl. Every single year. Only one team has ever gone undefeated. It's special. And the Eagles have a chance for something special. Yes, I want them to do it. Do you? 215-592-9494. It's how you hop board. We'll discuss the Eagles and the pursuit of perfection right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Football season is underway. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win sign up promo code Jillio. look fandles all your favorite bets money line points spread player props and with live betting you'll get updated odds on games that have already started all in an app that's safe secure super easy to use i love the fandle app fandle sportsbook is the official partner of 94 wip sign up today promo code Jillio for your no sweat first bet that's promo code g-i-g-l-i-o make every moment more this season with fandle official sportsbook partner of the nfl Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley is behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. Having our first of what may be many undefeated discussions here with the Eagles. The pursuit of a perfect season, which I, I really don't think is far-fetched. I mean, the Eagles are an excellent football team. They're the best team in this conference. The second best team right now by record is Minnesota, and we saw what they did to them. You look at the next month of this season – I, I don't see the loss. I don't see it Monday to Washington. I don't see it uh, you know next week it's Jeff Saturday and the Colts. I don't see it with a a really you know under b- below standard Packers team here on Thanksgiving weekend. I don't see it with a with a good Titans team, but not one that I'm scared of. I think this thing goes to that three game road trip at New York, at Chicago, at Dallas, and that's when you know really everything will kind of the light will shine brightest. But if we get there. Yes, the Eagles should try to do this with their full force. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. Do you want the Eagles to go all out for an undefeated season? I do. And I think the good and the special outweighs the negative or the the worry you might have about the mental or physical toll it could take on a football team. I think they can handle it. I think the Eagles, led by Jalen Hurts, are built for this kind of thing. Steve in A. Harbor Township. Hey, Steve. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I mean, I look, I, I'll, I'll be satisfied if they just go down as one of the greatest teams in football because there's a couple of teams, there's like three of them, that I just, this team is not nearly as great as these teams were. San Francisco, 15 and 1, went to the Super Bowl and won 55 to 10 against Denver. The Miami Dolphins, the people don't remember this, Bob Greasy got injured very early in that season, and Earl Morrill played like eight or nine games. For that team, that was the essence of of a team because their backup quarterback came in and won more games than their starter did, who took him to the Super Bowl when he beat Washington that year. And the Chicago Bears, fifteen and one team. There's no way this team compares to them in any way, if you ask me. Um, that was one of the greatest defensive teams of all time, if not the greatest defensive team of all time. So I'll just satis- I'll be satisfied with the Super Bowl and being. One of the greatest, if we if we could possibly go twenty and out. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, Steve, and, and I always appreciate man. I think a lot of people will, will kind of side with Steve on that, like satisfy. And I, I've been, to be fair, I would too. I mean, who wouldn't be satisfied with you know an all run of the mill Super Bowl championship? Has only been one here ever. Yeah, I'd be satisfied. But I, I, I tend to disagree with where they would stack up all time. Like I, I couldn't convince you they were better than this team or that team if you believe that. But I don't like. There's no accomplishment in the NFL that could match 20 and 0. It's it, first of all, it, there's only been three years now. This is the third year, I believe, of 17 games in a season. So like, just by that, they're they're about to do something that uh, I guess this is the second year of 17. Of seven, uh, so it's been three years of seven playoff teams in each conference. Is that what they did? Maybe. Because uh, I think yeah, I think that's what it was. 2020, they put the seventh playoff team in each side. Remember, they went four eleven and one. Who could forget that? That was a heck of you. But they were still in the NFC East race late in the season. Then last year, Tucker's right. Last year was the first time with seventeen games. Either way, seventeen and three playoff games. That's twenty games. Like you can get the seventy-two Dolphins out of here with their fourteen, and it's not their fault. But that was the schedule back then. And by the way, someone earlier had called in and said they're so sick of the seventy-two Dolphins. You know what I would love. I would love if 50 years from now someone's calling Sports Talk Radio and they're like, you know what, I'm, I'm so sick and tired of those 2022 Eagles. They're always on TV. They're everywhere. Do we have to hear about Jalen Hurts and Sirianni, that old man, with all that energy? Where does he get it from? Like That would be so funny if they're the, if they're the new 72 Dolphins. And let's be real. As time goes on, people forget, like, 
someone will replace the 72 Dolphins as the insufferable old guys, you know, undefeated team one day. Like, does anyone even, like, talk about the 1939 Yankees anymore? No, because no one is alive that cares. They talk about the teams, like, the best teams from the 80s or 70s, right? That's kind of what resonates with people now. So, like, if the Eagles do this, they will be the team that pushes the, 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 the 72 Dolphins away. Like, they won't exist anymore. Didn't the Cardinals win the World Series in 39? Well, you know what I mean. One of those teams from the 30s. Like, we, what I what I mean is, like, we don't talk about the all-time great teams from 100 years ago anymore because no one alive cares. And no one saw it. And, well, right, no one saw it. So, plus, how good were the 72 Dolphins anyway, Tucker? I mean, I know they were undefeated, but let's be real. Yeah, I mean, they, they were they good? Yeah, they, they won every game they played. But if you look at their record, and the thing we keep hearing is, is the Eagles' schedule's too easy, right? Mm. It's not fair. They're playing bad teams. Never mind the fact they've beaten the only one-loss team in football, and they beat them by three possessions. If you look at the numbers, the Dolphins had a historically easy schedule that year. Their opponent's winning possession that year was 364. It's pretty poor. I mean, that's terrible, right? That, that's what? If you kind of That's like a five-win team, 5-11, five 5-12 and, 11, yeah. five and 12, mm-hmm. around there. And if you compare that to what the Eagles have so far, Eagles opponents, not great. The Eagles opponents currently right now have a winning percentage of 418 which is, you know, 5% higher. Like, the Eagles have had a tougher schedule than those famed 72 Dolphins. Yeah, and and they'd be remembered, I mean, there's three more regular season games. 17 trumps 14 anytime. Let's talk to Dave, who's up on WIP. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. Um, good evening for, uh, for both of y'all. Uh, my only thing is, is it all depends on what happens after the Dallas game. If they're all beat up by that time, then no, don't go undefeated get healthy for the playoffs. But if they're all in good shape by then, go for it. Why not? Like you said, it's history that can be made. Because I'd rather have a Super Bowl in my lifetime again than worry about an undefeated Super Bowl, you know, uh, undefeated season. Well, I, I think, Dave, if we asked most people, they would say the same thing. I'm, my only thing is I, I don't know if one will knock you out of the other, right? We've only had two teams go undefeated in regular season. It was the Patriots 07, 72 Dolphins. One of them won the Super Bowl, one of them lost. So I, I, I don't think it's going to ruin their season by trying to do this. Oh, no, I'm not saying it would ruin their season. If, if, like I said, if it comes after the Dallas game, if they're beat up, and that's why I mean the only reason you don't go for it is if they're beat up. Right. If you've you got players hurting and everything like that, then go ahead and rest it. It's not that important. But if you're all you're more you're most healthy, then go for it. There's nothing that's going to come back from it other than you know, you do go to the Super Bowl and you lose. Oh well, you know you made it undefeated. You might win the Super Bowl, then we're undefeated. You know, and we're down in history as one of the greatest teams of all time. Yeah, with the with the greatest accomplishment, and Dave, we appreciate because no team's ever had a chance to win this many games in an NFL season. You know, now with the 17 game season, and if there was a guarantee. If there was a guarantee that resting at the end or kind of pulling back a little bit once they clinched the number one seed was going to make them Super Bowl champions, this might be a different conversation. It, it might be. But there is no guarantee. We, we've seen plenty of teams pull back at the end of seasons and then get bounced early in the playoffs. We've seen it. And, and, and in terms of injuries... Yeah, I mean, less snaps, less, you know, less physical contact. You're probably going to have less injuries, but... It also can happen, and I also believe this Eagles team is pretty darn deep. You know, Jalen Hurts is, is different. Uh, anytime it's the quarterback, it's different, and there's not a Nick Foles sitting here. I know Gardner Minshew at one point had everyone all in with Minshew mania last year, but he's not Nick Foles. Like, you know, 2017 had Nick Foles. There's not a Nick Foles here. So, but, so Jalen is the one 
they can't lose if they're going to go could remain perfect and, and go win a Super Bowl. But I don't know. They're, they're so deep that that are you worried snap to snap this season they're going to lose a particular player? I mean, there's probably five players on this team other than Jalen Hurts that I think would would make a meaningful difference if they lost them. Like, oh no. I mean, you could throw A.J. Brown into the mix. You could say Dallas Goddard because how important he is, and, and they don't really have anyone behind him. Lane Johnson, his importance over the years has been, you know, obvious. That when he's not playing at right tackle, they're not as good. I mean, you throw those guys in there, Darius Slay, because how good he's been. I mean, you, we all might have a different four or five, but other than that, I mean, they've lost some guys and been okay. I mean, you, this team couldn't lose a player or two. And they probably will. I mean, let's also be real. They've been very healthy so far this season. There's a real chance someone, a starting linebacker, a starting safety, you know, a starting offensive lineman is going to be lost for the season between now and the playoffs. That is, it's football. I hope it doesn't happen, but they're probably going to lose someone anyway. And are we going to throw the towel in if they have an injury, you know, without the pursuit of perfection? I just, I'm not worried about the injury stuff. No, I mean, you obviously assume that something's going to happen eventually because that's just the NFL and that's just luck. But the only person that's really been a key contributor that's been hurt is Jordan Davis. Like, we, we missed Lane Johnson for yep. the second half uh, of the Cowboy game because of the concussion. But other than that, and Derek Barnett's, uh, what was that, Achilles or ACL, that, that cost him the season. But other than Jordan Davis missing the next three weeks, there hasn't been a big injury to this team yet. No, and I would think one is going to happen just because that's the way football works. So they're going to have to overcome that either way, whether they lose a game or not. Let's talk to Brahim, who's up on WIAP. Hey, Brahim. Yeah, what's up, Joe? How you doing, brother? Brahim, I'm good, buddy. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out why some people are afraid of history. That's all. Well, you, you know what? You know what it is, Joe? Like, for me, if they – and and this is why I think a big reason that people don't really realize that the Eagles are undefeated – not that they're not they're, – they're, they are talented. But my thing is, is their approach to every single game. And their approach to every single game and, – and I was not a Jalen Hurst believer. I, I'm a believer now. I'm all in on him. And I think he has that Mamba mentality where they don't look past anybody. They come in unbelievably, unbelievably prepared for every single game. And I think that's one big reason why they're undefeated. And I, and I think this is my opinion. If you if you get to say 15, 15 and zero, you got the number one seed locked up. You got two games to go. I believe with their approach and their mentality as a team that you could start Garner Minshew and some of the backup players and still win those last two games. So, in my opinion, um, it, 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 the devil's in the details. It's all going to come down to the circumstances. 17-0 is not my priority. My priority is winning the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that you can't do both. But I'm just saying I believe in this team enough to where their approach is so focused that even if they locked up the number one seed, I still think that they could win the last two or three games without playing their starters. Well, may they might, uh, and those games are against the Saints and the Giants, so they're obviously, you know, especially the Saints game is very winnable. Brahim, I agree with you on right. the um, on the on the approach and the way, and I think it's interesting the comparison you made there with uh, with Jalen and the way he his mentality, kind of to Kobe. Every week, Brahim, 
it's like th- there's no distractions. Every team in the NFL so far this season has had a bad week. The Eagles have had no bad weeks. It's it's remarkable. It, exactly, and and they even won in different ways. They came back from fourteen down fourteen. They came back from being tied at the half with a bad Houston team on a short week. Like they're battle tested, dude. And I just I just think that regard like I don't think that seventeen and zero should be a priority. But I think if they have a chance to do it, I'm telling you, bro, I think that they can do it even if they do rest the starters just because of what you said. We are deep. And Garner Minshew, those last two games, just think if we get the 15-0, Garner Minshew can get you through the Saints and the Giants. Well, he could. Now, Brahim, he could do that. And it wouldn't shock me. But I appreciate the call, as always. Here's the one thing on that, though. There's the – like, we could talk about this – on talk radio and, and, and have a conversation of like, oh, that could happen. That might happen. That that wouldn't be crazy. There's also real competitors involved here. Like, could you imagine Nick Sirianni sitting down Jalen Hurts after 15-0? They've clinched the number one seed, clinched the division, all that stuff. They beat Dallas on, 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 um, on Christmas Eve. And all the talk in the world is about the Eagles' pursuit of perfection, going for the undefeated season. And Sirianni says, yeah, Jalen, we're going we're gonna to sit you down. You'll play again in three weeks when we open up the playoffs. I can't imagine that would sit well with a competitor. That in the same caller, Brahim there compared to Kobe Bryant, like that kind of Mamba mentality and that all focus, all football all the time. I don't know if Jalen Hurts has a temper that he would get that mad, but he'd get. I mean, he wouldn't be happy, and I wouldn't be happy either for him because that that just it feels like he'd have to let him play. Mark is up on WIP. Hey, Mark. Yo, Jilly. Yo, what's up, man? What's up, Mark? What are you thinking tonight? Uh, well, first of all, it's good to talk to you again since we met up at the Phillies game that day. Yes, it was nice to meet you, Mark. Yeah, it was awesome. But uh, after hearing the last caller and hearing how you uh, have been defending your stance on going for the perfect season, this is where I stand on it. 17-0, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be cool. That would be awesome. First time ever that an Eagles team did that. Don't get me wrong. But here's the thing. What if you're going for that undefeated streak, you're going for that undefeated season, week 16, week 17, whatever, Hurts gets hurt. Are you going to be able to sit there and comfortably say that you are going to be okay with Gardner Minshew to lead us to the Super Bowl? There's no way you can honestly say that you can. No, I wouldn't feel good about it. No, I feel like they they probably cost themselves a chance at a Super Bowl by doing that. It, it, that's the risk, Mark. I mean, you hit on it. That That is the risk, that they could lose – one of the, you know, well, the, the most important player, but one of their five right. or six most important guys, and yeah. Then, and, and then that falls into some of the other positions, like wide receivers. If A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith go down, you got Quez Watkins and Zach Paschal. Not a good not a good combo. If Miles My, Sanders goes down, you know, Kenny, Kenny Gainwell, I mean, you know, you, you got vital pieces here that if you're going to be making a strong run into the playoffs – you don't want to risk them. You want to play it safe, and even if that means giving up the chance at immortality of a perfect season, hey, you know what? So be it. I'd rather go for the ultimate prize, which is that Lombardi trophy again. I mean, that's that's just what you got to look at the big picture for. It. I mean, 17-0, it'll be awesome, but it's not worth giving up that Super Bowl trophy for. Yeah, well, it's the, it's the risk versus reward, right? And, Mark, I appreciate it, man. It was great meeting you at the game. It's risk first. Let's go back to the 07 Patriots. I, you know, some of you may be old enough to remember the details of the 72 Dolphins. I mean, how old do you have to be? To, let's say you're 15 and 72, born in 57. Yeah, I mean, that's not very old, right? You're in your 60s. You could be um, 
but the details, right? Like I don't, I don't know the details of what they did at the end. I, I mean, I know they switched quarterbacks because there was a, an injury. Uh, to, but, but like, we're, I don't know what how that was covered and what their what Don Shula's response to all it was. They played it all out, but I, I do remember 07 very well. It wasn't that long ago. The Patriots played all out, and the Giants in that final game gave them a fight, which was obviously a precursor to the Super Bowl that most people didn't think was going to happen. You know, that wasn't a thought that that was going to be the matchup of the Super Bowl, but it was, right? That was the precursor to the Super Bowl. Giants-Patriots last weekend of the 07 regular season, Bill Belichick played all out. And I, if, from what I remember, they didn't lose anyone in that game. Now, they, they won the game. They didn't win the Super Bowl. The Giants beat them a couple weeks later. So, you know, that, that was obviously tough for the Patriots. But it wasn't because they lost players. I mean, I, sometimes I think we think of these things as this is definitely going to happen. Like, if you do this, the bad thing will happen. I mean, they could also play and not lose anybody. I mean, that that's also possible, too. I mean, they don't have to. They don't. They don't have to get hurt because they play. And you know, there, there's another avenue that we haven't discussed with this too. And I'm sure we will as, as this gets closer to becoming maybe a reality. You know, there's different levels of of the way you win a game in November and September versus December or January. Like, let's just fast forward. Let's say the Eagles are undefeated, and and this final two weeks of the season, and they get up three scores in the second quarter, which they have pretty often this season. They don't have to play all their starters in the third and fourth quarter. Like, they could start pulling back a little bit and, and, and probably still hold on to the lead and win the game. Like, you know, they, they could do it in a smart way with the big picture in mind. I just, I can't ignore the chance at history. I can't ignore a chance to be one of the great teams ever and, and do something no team's ever done in the history of football. Clay is up on WIP. Hey, Clay. Hey, guys. Uh, okay, so let's just take a look at a couple. The AFC is probably what? Four points? average better than the NFC right now. We're double-digit favorites on everybody. So, we're as good as any team in the league. I mean, I think I really think, like you said, you got to go for history. I also think this season does remind everybody of 17. And I think Minshew could be Nick Foles if pressed upon. I really do. You disagree if you want. But I just think that, you know, the uh, the mentality, we haven't seen a complete game from this team. We have not seen a complete game from this team. Second quarter is the best quarter, best quarter historically. It, you know, we're, we're making history with the uh, turnover differential, with our second quarter performance, but there's no weakness. I, I said after the Pittsburgh game, I looked at somebody, I said, where's the weakness? No weakness. And um, I just started looking at the Super Bowl packages. You know, it, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Well, Clay, I agree with you on the last point you made. I, I do think this team's going to end up in the Super Bowl, and I, and I do think that. And Clay, I appreciate it, man. I do think they don't have a weakness right now. Their run defense is an area they need to improve. But you go position by position, there is no weakness. I started feeling this early in the season. Like, where's the weakness? Offensive line, very good. Quarterback, and and he, he was more of a question mark in the summer. But I I believed in Jalen Hurts, and he's been even better than I expected. And he's been outrageously good. Uh, running game, good. Tight end outstanding wide receivers as good as any group in the league you know maybe right behind Miami for the best group in the league um with what they have with, with Hill and Waddle defensive line now even better because they have a guy like Robert Quinn in the mix really good linebackers the best linebackers we've had here in years and it's the best secondary they've had in years there is no weakness on this team like they've got areas and and parts of the game they need to sure up the run defense specifically but there is no weakness as far as the Minshew thing like here's my point on what I meant he can't be Nick Foles 
Could Gardner Minshew help them win some games if Jalen Hurts went down? Yeah, I think the roster's good enough around him that, that they could win some games. Sure, certainly. I just Nick Foles had a high, had a, a ceiling to his game that it, it's very rare for a non-elite quarterback to have that ceiling. Like he could have games, the seven touchdown game against the the um, the Raiders all those years ago. That that first year he was a starter in 2013. His 2018 year, I mean, what do you have? 25 straight completions against Washington. He had you know the game against the Texans here, which he was outrageous in the NFC title game, the, the Super Bowl. I just don't think Gardner Mitchell has that kind of ceiling. Can Gardner Mitchell win some games? Yeah, we, we saw it last year. He came in and they won against the Jets. I mean, he's not a bad quarterback. I actually think he's one of the higher-end backups in the league. I, I They could definitely win some games with Gardner Mitchell. I just mean, like, that's that's the – I don't think he has the ceiling. Like, could you actually see Gardner Mitchell if they were in a Super Bowl against Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or, or Lamar Jackson scoring 41 points to win a shootout? I can't see that. Can I see him winning two or three games in the middle of a season if they needed him? Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely. But Nick Foles had that kind of ceiling that most backup quarterbacks just don't have, and it's because he really wasn't a backup. He was I, – I don't know, I don't even know how we describe Nick Foles' career, that it's it's probably almost over now. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to say about it. Uh, sometimes starter, sometimes you forget he's, he's in the league, and then when he got hot, he's as good as anybody. I mean, that's – it's a very strange career. He had that kind of ceiling. 215-592-9494. Come back, all your phone calls. Do you want the Eagles to pursue all-out perfection? I do. And I I can't believe, like, I understand both sides of of this kind of argument. It's a good one. But I just, I can't believe anyone would sit there and not want to watch the Eagles be the greatest team in pro football history. That is, is it far away? No. Is it... It's happening tomorrow? No, but it's also like you could reach out and touch it. It's not that far away that this is a possibility that they enter December undefeated. That's how good they are. And this is going to become more real and more real. And I, I'm let's get ahead of it. Where, where do you feel on it? 215 592 9494. It's how you hop We'll come back, your phone calls, and we'll play some explicit history with you guys. As as Eagles Commanders on Monday, we'll give you a highlight with a name bleeped out. In Eagles, Commanders, Washington football team, whatever you want to call them, history, you tell us the player that's bleeped out. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 